blessings, my brothers and sisters. Uh, I greet you tonight in Jesus' joy. We are so grateful to be able to come together yet again for prayer on this Friday night, this 12th day of January in the year 2024. And I think our testimony is uh, one that we can all share, and that is God is good, and we are so grateful for his goodness and his mercy. We're happy to welcome tonight to our prayer line Reverend Kate Ofrikuru. She is a member of our church family, and she is coming now to lead us. We thank God for her willingness to be here, and we can't wait to hear from her on tonight. Reverend Kate. Thank you so much, Pastor. It's such a privilege and an honor always to be able to join with my GAC family. Um, and it's always an honor and a privilege to be able to lead in prayer. Um, tonight, I I, get, I bring you greetings on behalf of the wonderful people at Bright Temple Amy Church in the Bronx, New York. And some of my members are on the line joining us in prayer um, tonight as well. Beloved, tonight I want to dwell on a few um, thoughts as we uh, continue to seek God's face, especially um, in this um, year and in this time that we are living in. Um, our pastor has declared that this is the year for, um, for the unfolding, for the revelation, for the manifestation of miracles. And when we talk about the manifestation of miracles, uh, we are talking about um, the performance of God's hand on behalf of God's people, um, the doing of that which is not humanly possible, which is not possible in our own human strength, but indeed um, that which we would see or deem as impossible becoming possible. But the Lord gave me a couple other P's to, for us to, to dwell on tonight as we look at the impossible becoming possible, um, the Lord is also calling us to dwell on and think and meditate about um, progress and progress that which is forward movement. And forward movement in the midst of seeming impossibility is certainly the work of God's hand in our lives as we see uh, witnessed to by a number of those uh, witnesses in the biblical narrative um, that we have read about. And not only are we going to meditate on and, and pray through um, the manifestation of the, pos of the impossible becoming possible, as well as uh, progress or forward movement, but also perseverance for peace, uh, perseverance for peace. Um, Let's uh, open this time of prayer in prayer as we can see thoughts. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much just once again for the opportunity to sit before your presence and to uh, unfold our hearts before you, to uh, let our request be made known to you as you have called those who call on your name to do in this time now as we dwell on these thoughts for just a few moments. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would speak for your servants here and are listening. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Beloved, as we just consider for just a few moments before we launch into more uh, fervent and uh, intense 
uh, intensity of prayer, um, the idea of the impossible becoming possible, um, progress and perseverance towards peace. I cannot help but think about um, this story character in the Old Testament that we know by the name of Joseph. And we look at Joseph's story and we have heard it read and taught through in Sunday school and preached from various pulpits at various occasions. But one of the things that has dwelled with me as I reflected upon his life and his testimony more recently is this idea uh, that he he was a he was a young man um, of of an immature practice at patience immature practice at patience. Um, certainly, we see that uh, maturity develop um, throughout his ordeal, going from the pit to Potiphar's house to prison and then to the palace. Uh, but one of the things that I noted was this this appeal and this. In his uh, in his manner, in his demeanor, where he's just so excited about receiving the revelation um, that God had given him in his dreams. And I know I don't know about you, but I've definitely um, experienced that level of excitement, that 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 um, that feeling of having gotten this great idea and and have gotten a, um, a glimpse as to things to come, and just wanted to take off running. Right, do all the things and 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 make and do everything within my strength to ensure that what it is I had gotten just a glimpse of, not even instructions, not even a strategy, not even structure, but just a glimpse that I would run and and tell my friends and my family and and begin to do all that I could in my power to see this this glimpse become. Um, come into my full reality, only to find out that my actions and my fervor was immature. So I can relate to Joseph. I, I, I can relate to having a great big dream and wanting to run, tell, tell it on the mountain and see and, and, and hear and do all the things, as, as the kids say. Um. But I, I recognize, uh, as I reflect on Joseph's uh, own process to maturity, that a revelation, a glimpse, uh, a glimmer of hope, of understanding, um, also calls for practice um, perseverance, for, for us to see the impossible be made possible. There is some, some effort that is required of us. Some of that effort is being filled. And that's work in and of itself, especially when we're just giddy and full of excitement and just can't wait to see what God will do. Some of our effort is, is stillness. And stillness or silence as uh, that great theologian who, um, who wrote about spiritual disciplines, celebration of disciplines, Richard Foster would say that silence is loudest. Silence is loudest when we need it the most. Um, not a direct quote, my paraphrase, of course, but, but I want to encourage us as we pray and as we go before the Lord and we seek to see the impossible made possible 
as we strive to learn the, the, the lesson from Joseph that some things need our practice patience and that some things to see the possible made possible, we, we also sometimes need to be silent. I think that's a lesson that Joseph learned quickly because in the rest of his story, you don't hear him talk about his dreams anymore. In fact, you see him diligently working and working as the proverb writer would, would, uh, would encourage us to do as unto the Lord. And his works proved to be excellent. No more talk of the sun and the moon and the stars all bound before him or his grain of, of his bundle of grain bound before the other 11 bundles representing his brothers, but just diligent work and patiently waiting for the miracle that God worked in him and through him. I think that's a good place to say amen. I also talked. Um, made mention of this idea of, of perseverance through peace. I think if I consider the trauma, especially in this day and age when we are even more mindful of how trauma informs the practices of our lives, the, the, the ebbs and flows of our lives, and how not uh, acknowledging that trauma and, and tending to that trauma so that we can be made uh, more whole persons um, has a great effect on how we relate to others and the world around us. I think when I consider the trauma that Joseph endured um, being uh, sold for the price of a young boy, and that's what shekel, 20 shekels were, the price of a young boy, being sold for the price of a young boy to their for, uh, distant cousin, the Ishmaelites, and then being carted off to Egypt. What kind of emotional trauma that must have had um, um, on Joseph's life and how uh, we, we see uh, the outgrowth of that play out um, in the story as it's told when his brothers uh, come to Egypt seeking, um, seeking food in the midst of the famine. I could think of a number of ways that we could handle that. But God has showed us in the testimony of Joseph that all things indeed do work together. Now, does that mean we have to deal with trauma? No. But it does mean that we can take a lesson and take a page out of Joseph's book and practice our patience and persevere through our, the circumstances that God has allowed to happen in our lives and trust in God to bring us to the place of peace. So let's pray tonight, beloved. Let's pray that um, as we seek God, for God to do the impossible and make it possible in our lives as we ask the Lord to strengthen us so that we can move forward, we can have, experience progress in our faith walk with the Lord and strengthen us also to see, to practice that perseverance which leads us to peace, that in the midst of any and everything that's happening in our lives, we will see his hand prevail and trust God to do what only he can do. Let's pray. Beloved, we thank you, uh, Most High God, that you have given us yet another opportunity to come before your um, throne with 
um, with all that we carry, with all of our burdens and lay them at your feet. God, we thank you that you have been so good to us, that you have um, continued to preserve our lives even until this very moment. God, for that we say thank you. Most high God, we come tonight, Lord God, with our heads bowed, Lord God, in humble um, as, uh, and humble um, acknowledgement that what we have tried to accomplish in our own strength and with our in our own works, Lord God, has fallen short of what it is that you desire for us, Lord. And so we come submitting ourselves to you, Lord God, saying, Lord God, to first of all, forgive us, Lord God. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us for the ways in which in our own striving we have uh, fallen afoul of your divine plan and purpose and will for our lives, Lord God. Uh, have mercy upon us and, and forgive us for the ways in which doing so has caused us, Lord God, to fall into the place of sin. Lord, we acknowledge that we imperfect human beings, Lord God, uh, are, are, are short-sighted, Lord God, and in our, in our myopic nature, Lord God, we tend, Lord God, to miss the forest for the trees, Lord God, and we tend to uh, stay focused on our circumstances and situations instead of uh, allowing ourselves to rest in the truth of your word. So in this moment, Lord God, as we seek to, to trust you more for the impossible to be made possible, for manifestation of miracles, of signs, and of wonders, not just in this season but and in this year, but throughout our lives, with you. God, we're praying that you would, oh God, uh, remove the veil from our eyes that keep us from seeing rightly, Lord God. We pray that, Father, even as we encounter people, places, and circumstances, Lord God, that you would, oh God, give us the wisdom to navigate, Lord God, um, and move forward and not backward, not to get stuck and admired, and he said, and she said, and they did and didn't and didn't do, Lord God, uh, despite what it is that we are going through. But Father, that we would be uh, we would be mindful as the psalmist clearly keep our eyes on you, Lord God, because the, you you, oh God, are the one who is the source of our help. Now, God, I pray, Lord, that even as we uh, refocus and retrain our sight, our spiritual and even our physical sight, Lord God, to be uh, focused on you, Lord God, in the highs and the lows, in the mountaintops and in the valleys. Father, I'm praying tonight, Lord God, that you will also train us to be even more sensitive to the leading of your spirit to move us forward into your divine purpose and plan for us. God, despite what life looks like at the moment, Lord God, despite, Lord God, the hopelessness that would seek to seek into our very souls and distract us from who you are and who we are in you. Mighty God, I pray by your spirit that you would, oh God, cut off the access of the evil one to speak lies to us to lead us astray as your children, Lord God, and that we would be reaffirmed and, and strengthened in hope, Lord God, to prevail despite what it is that we see. Now, God, I pray, Lord God, that you would strengthen your daughters and your sons to pers persevere through everything that they're going through, through everything that we're going through, to see your peace, your shalom, shalom, your perfect peace, your peace, 
that surpasses all understanding, that you would manifest yourself as Yahweh Shalom, the one in whom nothing is missing and nothing is broken. God, we pray that by your spirit you would empower us, Lord God, to wade through, Lord God, the vicissitudes of life, to persevere into the place of peace, Lord God, and to do so daily in the name of Jesus. God, I'm thanking you tonight for how you, oh God, are continuing to strengthen us as your children. I'm praying, Lord God, that even those of us in leadership positions, Lord God, who are tasked with leading others as we ourselves, oh God, are looking to be led. Father, I speak renewed strength in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for your daughter who set as the leader and head over the Greater Allen Cathedral. I lift up Reverend Dr. Margaret Elaine McCollins. Like, I thank you for the Flake family. We lift up our pastor emeritus, Reverend Dr. Floyd Flake. We lift up, Lord God, uh, Naila and Aaliyah and Rashid and Hassan, Lord God, and Nia. We lift up Mother McCollins, Lord God, and their extended family. God, we're praying your peace to prevail, Lord God that you will continue to provide exceedingly and abundantly above, that you will continue, Lord God, to pour out your favor, Lord God, your grace, and your strength in their time of need. In the name of Jesus, I lift up, Lord God, with every member of the ministerial staff of the Greater Allen Cathedral. As you, Lord God, continue to pour out wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that comes from you, Lord God, for them to lead, Lord God, into new places, Lord God, with renewed vision, Lord God, and understanding of their call and their purpose. God, I thank you for the transformation at work in each and every one of them, Lord God, in this season, in the name of Jesus. And God, I'm praying that you would bless every member and every friend of the Greater Allen Cathedral. I also lift up my own church, Bright Temple, Lord God, and all of our members. God, we're praying that even as you have spoken this word to us tonight, that we would store it in our hearts, Lord God, and we would continue to pray and press into this place of prayer, Lord God, seeking the impossible to be made possible, moving forward in you, trusting in progress that is led by you, and persevering into the place of peace. We commit these, all of these things into your hand and declaring that it, it shall be so and not otherwise. And we thank you in advance for them and declare it is so, it is well, and it is done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We consider it done, and we promise, God, that we will always strive to persevere into the place of peace. We're grateful for your meditation tonight, Reverend Kate, and certainly we are grateful for this time of prayer. And we certainly hope that all who have called in have been blessed. We ask you to come on tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock when we will gather on this line for prayer. And then for those of you who might be in the city, 10 o'clock a.m., we gather in the sanctuary for in-person prayer. Also, we invite you to join us in person or virtually for our worship services on Sunday at 9 o'clock and 11.30 a.m. 
We're excited to celebrate the birth date of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, and we so we are so excited to uh, gather together so we can experience once again a dynamic move of the Holy Spirit. So God bless you tonight, and we pray that you will have a great day on tomorrow, and uh, we just continue to lift our hands and our praises to God. We continue to petition God for those things that uh, we need and those concerns that we have, and we can always rest assured that God is in the blessing business. Good night, and God bless you all.